welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Cataclysm Crew, issue 96. Let's go. On the cover, Max, Amber, Squire, and Alan watch from an upper window in Vixen's house as Lucy, Clara, and Ben walk away. The four in the window smile as the group they cultivated continues their journey. The three below clench their hands tightly, apprehensive but eager for their futures. We turn the page and our story begins. Our next panel opens on Amber and Max in an office. This is the kind of like at home office where it's like half study, half office, but still like pretty grandiose and imposing. And we get a panel of the two of you sitting probably in chairs across from a desk. I don't sit. You know that. Amber, are you sitting? Yeah, but very like upright and like, what's the word? Like, I guess like ready to jump up at any moment. I'm going to do the thing where I'm like stand sitting on the arm of the chair. Like we're like leaning on it, but also kind of sitting just on the arm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get a pulled back shot and we see Brandon Reeves sitting across from you. Uh, and he looks at the two of you expectantly and he's like, you wanted to see me? So you remember that whole conversation we had earlier about like rehabilitation program? Um, What's up with this grant? Amber, you have to understand these kinds of grants are settled months before they're announced. This is something I've been working on since I became involved in the new organization. I guess my confusion is um, what part of taking down Saber and trying to make something better didn't connect with you that you thought that this would be okay at all? As we previously discussed, we don't have a rehabilitation program lined up yet. So we need funds to make any of these programs happen. And we need a temporary solution. So your temporary solution was to actually make it worse? Like, at least Sabres was, I don't know, like, public and not making money off of it. What the fuck? Where do you propose that we get the money for this program then? Well, first of all, a for-profit prison isn't happening. Okay, I think we can discuss that when we have the full board together. Did the board, like, agree with this? Like, did, did they sign off on this? Or was this just you, Glacier? He narrows his eyes and he's like, I'm not sure what you're implying, but... This was something I was going to bring to the board as a, we have received this grant. We don't have to take this money. We can turn it down, but I didn't want to pitch something to them if there wasn't a chance of it working out. I am implying that you're trying to be Glacier. You're trying to set up the same thing. This isn't supposed to be the same thing. That's why we took it down. The first meeting that we had, I told you, if this becomes the same thing, I will not hesitate to take this and you down. And I will make good on that if you continue in this course of action. He kind of blinks at you and he says, Amber, do you forget that you are a child? No, I don't. That's actually why I went and found one. And who is that? Bianca Martinez. I I like a panel of uh, Max who's gotten up and gone to the door at this point. He goes, there's two things a cataclysm crew is good at taking down glaciers and dramatic reveals of friends that we made long ago and i'm going to open the door to show uh, bianca standing outside the office in the photograph we saw of her from a while ago from like her like law school graduation we saw like 
her in like a really nice suit. And we haven't seen that same look on her since then. And she comes like strolling in in like a power suit and carrying a briefcase. And she's like, it's very good to see you, Mr. Reeves. And then she kind of gestures for Max to pull up another chair so she can sit down. I just step away from my chair and grab another one for myself. Queen Bee, first of all, is a lawyer. She has a whole law degree. She's She's got the background for this. And also she has experienced firsthand just how terrible Saber's prison conditions were. So I think she has a really good perspective of um, why we shouldn't continue to do that. So I think, I think she would be a, a great advisor for this. And he looks at Bianca and they share like a very tense look. And then he looks back at the two of you and he's like, and what would your role be in this, Max, Amber? I talked it over with Queen Bee earlier and we got some good notes trying to create a framework for this. Since you keep saying that we don't have any plans for this and using that as an excuse to continue doing it the old and terrible way. Um, so we're actually like doing that, which is a thing you can do. Did you know that you can actually think of better ways to do things? Just, just, just saying. So making that groundwork, trying to, in, in that, like seeing a, what positions we would need, converting converting facilities. Like, I don't know if you saw the, I guess the the room that they, they kept for Vixen. Like anybody who does need to be like detained for some time should, I don't know, maybe like have decent living conditions. We're gonna figure out like what, what we need to create like counselors, career advice, therapy. We're going to try to actually make something out of this. And we're going to be keeping an eye on you and making sure you don't take a single step down that dark, cold path. No more prisons. No more surveillance. He takes a long, deep breath and then looks at the three of you and says, there's a board meeting next Tuesday night. Have a proposal in detail to present. Amber reaches into her pocket and pulls out a flash drive with like all the notes from last time and like a formalized, like typed up proposal of it. It's like, yep, we're already prepared. Great. I will uh, share this with Lynx, Fixin, and everyone else on the board. And we will be prepared to discuss this on Tuesday then. And he looks at Queen Bee and he says, and Miss Martinez, welcome aboard. And then he like very dramatically glances at his watch and is like, I'm so sorry. I have a meeting in about three minutes that I will need to get, get to. So, um, if you all don't mind, and he kind of gestures for the door. As we're leaving, I'd love just like a small uh, speech bubble for Max saying to Amber, man, imagine how good we'd be at this if we finished high school. <laughs> and I think like as they're heading towards the door, Amber looks back and says, we mean what Max said about keeping an eye on you. If we're here full time, we're not just checking in every now and then and seeing that you have started going back to the same as before. This isn't Saber. Don't be Glacier. Got it? And he looks up at you and he says, what is it then? Have you thought of a name for this organization yet? It's Eclipse. Entity for the collaboration and liberation of individuals with powers and superheroic existence. Catchy name. It's something to help support the community. It isn't surveillance. It isn't punishment. It's to help use our powers to do good and to take care of the city and to help take care of our own so many of these villains wouldn't be villains if life was better and we shouldn't punish them for that we should change those conditions 
he clearly hears what you just said, but also is the worst. And he's like, okay, we'll vote on the name on Tuesday as well. All right. See you then. And you might as well just rip up the grant now. That's not happening. The next scene is going to be the party. Where is this party, knowing that you all are going to be inviting a lot of people from your past? Nixon's house? Yeah, we can do, like, the ballroom or something. Uh, throwback to the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Our next scene opens up at Vixen's house. Uh, and we get a shot from the skylight where Max once dropped down and started dancing with Vixen. And we see a room full of people dancing. Who are some of the NPCs, other player characters? Who are some of the people in this room, in addition to, obviously, our team and, like, Lynx and Vixen? A decent amount of the MMM, like, traceless. And we got we got to have Bruce. We got to have Bruce. Oh, also Dante. Absolutely. And Dante's husband. Uh, anagram. Uh, I will throw in that all the kids from Aftershocks are there as well. I was staying quiet because it's their party, and so they should be in charge of the invite list. Yeah. I mean, you all should also, like, bring people, too. I've also just realized I haven't made that many friends in Moon Harbor. Same. You're not going <laughs> to invite Delilah? No, I'm not going to oh invite God. What? No. I mean, inviting Delilah to, to a, like, Cataclysm Crew event is practically tradition at this point. <laughs> I think the, the serial crew is probably here. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Serial crew. Oh my god, we gotta have Veronica and Justin. I just assumed they were helping us decorate. Uh, I see, do you think Allie would have been invited? Uh, yeah, but um, she's never in the same panel as Max, because of casting issues. Fantastic. <laughs> and yeah, I think we just see this, like, party full of people. Do you know what I was imagining? You know that party at the end of Return of the Jedi, when everybody's, like, having fun and, like, and... Everybody's going crazy at that last party. That's kind of how I felt it It was. Is that like the feel that we're going for? I think that's very much the vibe there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I don't even think like the party, the party doesn't even traditionally start. It kind of just coalesces into this like gigantic fun time. The party's already in full swing. Like I would even say Laura's there as well and everything too. But then the party like really just goes off once Max and Amber walk in. Like, that's kind of how... Is that, is that, like, cheesy? Is it cheesy? No, I kind of think that's perfect. Okay. I think we do see Clara, Ben, and Lucy milling around the room, probably chatting. And then there's, like, a moment where, like, the doors open. And though I don't think Amber and Max wanted a big, splashy entrance... Oh, definitely not. Vixen was not having that. So, like, as the door opens, like, a spotlight swings and, like, illuminates the two of you. Can Squire be here? I think Squire is still not here. You have not seen her since that meeting began. Oh. Squire is a really rich social life, though. It's fine. So Max, Amber, enter. Spotlight illuminates them. Squire is notably missing. Amber and Max, what is your reaction to this moment as, like, people start applauding as you walk in? I'm gonna under my breath think, I hate Vixen. Didn't we specifically say please don't please don't do this? I I don't know what else I expected from her. Yeah. Vixen and Lynx come up to you, uh, both with a glass in each hand. Vixen clearly has two glasses of champagne, and Lynx clearly has two glasses of sparkling cider. And like 
Vixen goes to offer the champagne to you and Lynx gets there first, gives you the sparkling cider, and she's like, I am so sorry. I told her not to do that, but you know how she gets. Oh, no, it's fine. This is just how it is. Yeah. And Vixen sees that Lynx gave you all sparkling cider and not champagne, and she sighs and starts drinking both glasses of champagne in her hand. Can I propose a background bit that's going on this whole time of, like, Lynx and Vixen switching out the glasses in her hand? Oh my god, that's hilarious. That's so much better than my moment was. And Vixen kind of looks at Max and she's like, I mean, I really thought that splashy entrance with all eyes on you would kind of been your thing here, Max. Uh, uh, kind of over it. I haven't live-streamed in, like, a month. She kind of smirks and she's like, well, I guess that's growth or whatever. Yeah, are you ever going to do that? Or is it just a one-sided thing? I don't know, like, smirk. She grins and, like, spins dramatically with her, like, dress flowing out behind her. And then she looks over her shoulder and says, of course not. And then walks away. Like, while she's spinning with her back turned... Missy Link switches out my glass again. Fantastic. So we cut over to the table where I think Lucy, Ben, and Clara are all seated. And with that, Max and Amber make it over to the table. Now, first things first, Ben and Clara, what is your, like, positioning here? Oh, I'm definitely holding Clara's hand. They're probably just, like, sitting at a table with their hands held under it. As Amber and Max approach, I think Lucy has like a like a very wide smile, is very happy to see them. And she like looks at them and then does like the eye pointing thing where she like looks at the two of them, looks over at Ben and Clara, looks back at Max and Amber, trying to be kind of like, it happened. Also, I think we're probably playing footsie under the table. Yeah, I think it's very much that like that giggling sort of like kind of nudging each other sort of thing and all that as well. You're right, I'm not gonna be subtle. <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> I had to learn from Vixen. Oh, finally? Finally. Yeah. Oh, don't sound so sad about it. Kick you in the shin. <laughs> oh, I was going to hold out uh, both my hands uh, to each of them for a high five. Aw. Lara accidentally does a fist bump. I actually, I weirdly go in for a hug. Aw. And I think I, as we're hugging, like, Amber leans in and is just like, try not to third wheel Lucy too hard while we're gone. I think he just laughs at that when you say it. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Clara's just like, looks kind of happy in the moment. She's just smiling. Max is going to sit down, the big grin, big, okay, but just remember, if dreams count, I held his hand first. <laughs> Damn it, I can't say that dreams don't count. Yeah, I mean, that's where we first kissed, right? Yeah. I don't think anybody else knows about that. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think we know about that. <laughs> that was supposed... Mm. Mm. I guess it doesn't have to be a secret anymore. Oh, what's secrets between friends, right? And plus, this is a party. She just leans her head on his shoulder. Max is going to look over at Lucy. You going to be able to handle this without us? Big grin. I'll be fine. You, you guys were way worse. And I think she laughs. Yeah, I mean, her job probably could be a lot easier without us. I promise to be completely chaotic and impossible to handle so that you don't get bored. See, okay, someone knows how to be a team player. They hold a high hand up for a high five. Absolutely. She high fives back. 
think Lucy says sarcastically, like, oh no, what a terrible existence it would to would to be bored and to not have things exploding. And at that moment, there is a bolt of lightning that flashes across an otherwise clear sky. And it crashes in the middle of Vixen's garden. Amber and Max, I assume you're probably going out there, right? Oh, speaking of random explosions. Yeah, Amber's like pushing back out of the chair and like immediately sprinting out there. We turn the page and see Vixen's garden. We've seen Vixen's garden a couple times before, but it's really beautiful. Vixen's house is pretty gaudy across the board, but like her garden is really lovely. And there's probably smoke rising from where a certain someone crash landed into the garden. And Amber, you've just run outside. Uh, I, I go running over towards I, Alan, I guess. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Just uh, didn't expect the fountain to be there. Sorry. Way to make an entrance. You know, uh, do I have to pay for that? It's Vixen's garden, Alan. Oh, shit. I got to pay for that. No, she can afford that like a million times over. Or it can go on Ben's credit card. Alan looks around really quickly and is like, "Mm, I think she'll still make me pay for that. (laughs) Uh, How have you been with your uh little group oh the kids uh well i guess they're fine um we saw sword again that was a thing a thing yeah a thing there's an editor's note that is like kind of in the top corner of that panel that says see aftershocks on the extended line you know i I, i'm not not here to talk about that How, how are you how have you and max been wait where's max um, I he's, pro- he's probably out on his way in, uh, inside at the the party. We're we're good. We're um, yeah, we're we're having partially a going away party. I heard. Sorry, I haven't kept in touch. Been a bit busy with some uh, things. Yeah, you're kind of busy all the time. I'm actually we're gonna get really busy soon too. That's why we're leaving. Max, going with you. Yeah, we're going to try to make sure whatever comes comes after Saber doesn't make the same mistakes. Well, at least our goals are aligned then. Yeah, I just got to I'm going to get my GED uh, and I guess start like actual like paid work. Amber? Yeah, Alan? Take care of Max, okay? He takes care of me more than half the time. Yeah. Uh, are you are you still going to be busy? I don't know. A lot happened. Uh, made me think a lot about where I'm going to be in all of this. I'm not sure what my next move is going to be. Well, I I know what my next move is going to be, and it's I I'm about to get really busy, and I think I'm also a bit done waiting around for somebody else who isn't always there. Alan then looks around one more time to see, make sure no one else is around. And he steps really close to Amber really, uh, and says, that's okay. That's good. Still friends? Of course. And Amber will go in for a big hug. Alan will, of course, reciprocate. <laughs> like a good tight, like doing the extra squeeze hug. Probably with like a little like the uh, artist has put little like shock lines around them. Now, 
just promise me that you won't pull a me and end up dead somewhere or in the past. I I definitely won't with I guess getting into the adult world, that's going to be a lot of paperwork and I hate, I hate paperwork. Ellen kind of leans back for a moment and goes, you know, was there any ever, ever any paperwork when I died? I don't know. Huh? I'll have to ask Vixen about that later. Uh, do you want to come in? I guess got to go find Max. Also, this is also a body warming party. So you should probably meet Laura. That, that, that sounds like a good idea. After you. And if it's okay to interrupt here, I think I'm going to come running out at this point. It's good to see you. Then Alan would look up at Max. It's good to see you too, man. And Max like goes in for a hug. Like, I didn't know if you'd make it. Been a while. I wouldn't miss it for the world. And Alan like gives Max the biggest hug he can. And I think in this panel of the hug, like we get a moment where Max like over Alan's shoulder looks up at Amber and it's like Mal's like everything okay. And Amber gives a, a thumbs up and then rushes in to, like, join the hug. Awesome. Now, I uh, I hear they have food inside. And uh, none of the kids can cook, so uh, can we eat? Oh, yeah, it's at Vixen's. It's the first time Laura gets to try food. It's good stuff. Yeah, you know Vixen. She went all out. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I has Alan met Ben? We should probably introduce him to Ben. Well, after y'all, then. And with that, we see the three of you walking away from the reader towards the, like, light of Vixen's building. And I think it's just, like, a probably not hands-held situation, but, like, arms linked or, like, arms around each other's shoulders as you all just walk as the trio that started it all back into the party. And from there, we turn the page. On the next page, we see Lucy, Clara, and Ben at the party. What does it look like for the three of you as you are taking this moment to experience this going away party and also body warming party situation? I imagine it being a bunch of little like montage scenes. Like we introduce ourselves to Laura, just like, you know, like shaking hands, saying thank you, dance party stuff, everybody just laughing and having a good time. Yeah, probably like montage stuff of like, Amber introducing Laura to everyone, like yeah. probably like talking with her dad at one point. I, I Bruce. Where's Crunch Captain? Around, I assume. Like here? Yeah, he's there. Crunch Captain and the rest of the serial team are there. Okay. I imagine we probably get at least one scene with like Justin and uh, Max having like a bro moment. Aww. I think in that moment we see Justin getting really defensive when he sees that Ben and Clara are together. Because Justin is still team Max and Ben. Max, what's your reaction to that moment? I think we get like me and Justin just looking over at them from afar. Me just putting a, a, a arm around Justin's shoulder. Like, nah, they're, they're perfect for each other. And Justin kind of settles and is like, all right, cool. I think it also might be kind of sweet to have a moment where Veronica doesn't exactly know what this party is about. And then she finds out and like runs over sobbing to hug Max and Amber. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, oh my god, I love Veronica. Because so she's much. the most dramatic. Oh. Oh, amazing. Of all the things I've created, Veronica's the worst and the best. It's great. I'd like a, this panel of like this sobbing hug, Max and Amber squished together in this, and just Max being like, 
I didn't even know she liked me. <laughs> and at a certain point, Vixen comes up to like the five of you and is like, hey, I haven't seen Squire all night. Huh. She wasn't with us in Brandon Reeves' office. Was she at the she wasn't at the team meeting. Yeah, when did you guys last see her? It would have been like right as the team meeting was starting. And Vixen's like, it's been a, a while. Should are you all worried? Should you be worried? I don't know, Matt. I don't know, Max. Should we be worried? Um, I'm gonna reach my pocket, like back pocket, and pull out my mask, and like, and I uh, put the goggles on, and then you see me click the button on the side to flip through her view. Like Squire, come in. Squire had been wearing her like goggles, and so we see like a flash of the room that she's in. Uh, the audience doesn't see it, but Max, you do see it. She is in Al's old bedroom. But, like, as soon as, like, the glasses connect, or the masks connect, she, like, pulls it off and, like, hides it in her fur, so it's suddenly dark. Huh. I'm gonna go get her, and I'll start heading towards the ship. And so we follow Max as he goes into C4, and then into Al's room, and Squire's just sitting on his bed. I think Max just quietly slowly sits down on the bed next to her and just like puts his hand on her back and just pets her very quietly and she kind of like gestures around the ship and like shakes her head and is very much saying like i don't want to go if you want to stay with the team that's okay and she looks at you and just kind of shakes her head and like wraps her hand around one of your fingers but then she kind of just like looks over in the corner where like there's still some stuff that al stole just like piled up in the corner of his room like next to one of his bookshelves and you get the distinct impression that like she really wants to try to find al and i think we had a panel of max like taking squire's hand in his and he says i don't know how but we will find him and she kind of puts her head on your knee and then she like starts to walk out of al's room and like lead you out and i think we get this like really lovely panel of like following you through c4 as the two of you just like walk through the hallways and ultimately get back to the portal i think we get a panel of her like climbing up on your shoulder kind of like old times as the portal activates and the two of you appear back in vixen's closet and uh max and squire return to the party I think we just get this nice full page panel of everyone dancing and hold on before I do that. Does anyone else want anything before we end this issue? I, I guess to like not cry. You're bad, buddy. Yeah. I, I was I was dangerously close to crying real tears just now. Oh no. Same, same, just dangerously close. That's all. <sighs> The image of Squire holding Max's hand, and why that killed me. I'm I'm dead on the floor. Goodbye forever. I just wanted to end where all of us have a really nice night, and we party through the night together. Yes. Totally fine. I think we get this, like, really lovely shot of, like, Squire rejoining the group, and probably, like, general hugs all around. Um, I do think Alan has rejoined all of you, so we get, like, the six of you and Squire just being together. And... It's just a really lovely moment. And then the next page is just a full page spread of 
dozens of familiar characters and you all just dancing through like shot as an overhead shot through the skylight of Vixen's ballroom. And with that, our issue comes to an end. Then there's the letters to the editors, a couple advertisements, and then the very last page is a picture of Ben from behind and Squire slipping his card back into his pocket. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets, T.P. Hughes, and Elliot Peterson, and edited by Anthony Sheets and Sean Geddes. Anthony can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear or at IcyNewYear.com. T is a theater artist and educator in the D.C. area. She can be found at T. Hughes Playwright on Twitter or TPHughes94 on Instagram. Elliot can be found at Elliot Yelen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean can be found at The Crumpet, T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T on Twitter. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brandon Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. The music in this issue is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin MacLeod. This issue is GM'd by T. Huth. Rebel Rouser is played by Elliot Peterson. Tyrannus was played by Kylie Kane. Kylie is the host of the Versian Chronicles podcast and adores all but one of their three mischievous cats. You can find them at The Versian on Twitter or at podpage.com slash vercron on podpage. Vercron is V-E-R-C-H-R-O-N. The Wild Thing is played by Rose Hahn. Rose is an actor, content creator, and mental health advocate. Her podcast, What Was I Saying? Living with ADHD, can be found on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music, or on Twitter at what underscore was I saying. She can be found on Twitter or Instagram at SmileyRosie, S-M-I-L-E-Y-R-O-S-E-Y-Y-Y-Y. Flyby is played by Jane Berry. You can find her at Jane-Tarzan on Twitter. Blue Samurai is played by William Hendry. You can find him on Twitter at RockoutWill or on Steam as Cypress underscore Grunham. C-Y-P-R-U-S underscore G-R-U-N-U-M-N. Tyrannus is played by Kaido Kane. Kaido is a Twitch personality and loves their three mischievous cats. You can find them at The Versian on Twitter or as Kaido Kane on Twitch.tv. Rascal King is played by Anthony Sheets. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. If you'd like to support us financially, check us out at patreon.com slash moonharborheroes. Supporting us there will give you access to bonus issues each month. And thank you for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.